Hi, everybody. This is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of The Common Sense Show, and we are the show that is freeing America, one enslaved mind at a time. And we have just a terrific guest, a familiar guest, and you're going to really enjoy this segment. Although I don't know if enjoy is the right term, because who we're having on is going to tell it just like it is, and the way that it is isn't necessarily comfortable. I'm talking about Steve Quayle from stevequayle.com, and Steve has been kind enough to join us in our post-election analysis following the midterm elections to give his opinion on what just happened and where he thinks this is going. Steve, welcome to the show. I'm glad you could join us. Well, thank you, Dave. And what we're seeing is the true splitting of America politically, ideologically, spiritually, and absolute, the, if you will, the ultimate desire of the communists over the past pretty much hundred years, as is, excuse me, has been to get Americans to turn on themselves. Now, I want to start out tonight with a uh, statement made by the Roman philosopher Marcus Cicero. And I find this is probably one of the best statements, because we're going to talk about a lot of things tonight. And the election can be summed up in this. uh, Three words. Treason, treachery, and hypocrisy. I'm pretty sure there's probably another hundred you and I could come up with together. But let me just quote this, and then we'll take it from there. A nation can survive its fools and even the ambitious, but it cannot survive treason from within. An enemy at the gates is less formidable, for he is known and carries his banner openly. But the traitor moves amongst those within the gate freely, his sly whispers rustling through all the alleys, heard in the very halls of government itself. For the traitor appears not to be a traitor. He speaks in accents familiar to his victims, and he wears their face in their arguments. He appeals to the basis of that, the lies deep in, that lies deep in the hearts of men. He rots the soul of a nation. He works secretly and unknown in the night to undermine the pillars of the city. He infects the body politics so that it cannot any longer resist. A murderer is less to fear. And uh, this was in an article written by Selwyn Duke, and he, he signs the end of this, uh, you know, his essay, wonderful, Words to Live By and Maybe When Ignored to Die By. Now, I want to make it clear to everyone that we have seen the polarization in the last couple years under President Trump. And I'm on record, Dave, and you know I've said it on your show. Thanks for the times you've had me on. But I believe President Trump was raised up by the living God. And I love, I love what uh, Hal Lindsey wrote in a World Net Daily column that, uh, you know, uh, that God doesn't choose men like we see men, okay? Uh, you know, the bottom line is he's not a godly man by the standards of what contemporary society, but he's a man chosen by God. Therein lies the dichotomy and the wisdom of God. God says, my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor my ways your ways. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are my ways above your ways. So what's astonishing to me, and you know, we've talked about this, day for several years on your show, is the division that has been made manifest. Let's take the whole thing with Jim Acosta today, you know, uh, at the uh, presidential uh, press briefing. I want people to notice even his name is a giveaway, because to Acosta, he's to literally attack with a sinister purpose. And, uh, you know, the, the thing that I think is uh, just, uh, it means to approach and speak to someone often in a challenging or aggressive way. Now, isn't it fascinating 
that the guy that would challenge the president with such disrespect and such open hatred literally lives up to his name, you know? I mean, it's serious. And I don't know if you picked that up, Dave, but, you know, Acosta, I mean, what a perfect manifestation of, I would say this, even the prophetic significance of his name. Well, I agree. In fact, I saw a headline later in the day where it said, Acosta is accosted by Trump. And I'm thinking, you guys got it wrong. It was just the opposite. Well, it's it's absolutely true. Now, I didn't see that article. And I want to share something. I was up at 3 o'clock last night, 3 a.m., okay? And um, I don't know. I probably got to bed around 9, got up at noon, uh, noon got up at, at 12 midnight, looked at the Internet, because like everybody, I'm watching what's going on. And what was interesting to me, Dave, is that at 3 a.m. my time, a an email came in to me, literally at 3, okay? And I posted in my alerts today, so if people want to go to stevequail.com, uh, and it's 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 interesting that this gentleman I, I don't know, but here's what he said. Uh, I titled this "The Gates of Hell Have Opened" as the theme of the Fellowship of the Minds article. And this email are a double warning on the demonic control of American politics. Now, isn't it interesting? The word "demon" and de- "democrats" or "democrats." I'm sorry, <laughs> they have made war against against God. And I'm telling you, I stand on that statement. Now, here's what the guy said to me, and this is on my website so people can see it. 3 a.m. in the morning. The Democrats stole Congress with votes from illegals. A worse than civil war is now approaching. Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and Dianne Feinstein are all literally demon-possessed. Excuse me. And Satan himself will sit in Congress on earth as it will be in hell. Only prayer and fasting will combat the, re, uh, the reign of demons. I'm sorry, I just, uh, uh, I'm take, trying to take a sip of water. Yeah, go ahead, sure. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, only prayer and fasting. So here's the thing, when Jesus said the gates of hell are going to open, the gates, you know, uh, the gates of hell are going to open, and they won't prevail against the church, they're not going to prevail, but they're sure going to make war on it. So now we have, if you will, in my opinion, we have the clearest delineation of the true God-hating nature of the Democrats. And, and I think it's important. Now, instantly, when I kicked out of bed, and I did get kicked out of bed when I say that, and the words from 1 Samuel 8, 1 through 10, I'm not preaching, but I want to share something. This is a an exact, if you will, uh, today, modern-day representation, in my uh, opinion, of the same thing uh, that God, when Samuel the prophet was getting older, the people of Israel said to him, look, you're getting old, and we want judges over Israel. So so I'm taking the old as a type of the godly heritage of this country, and they want something new, okay? And Samuel is really displeased, Samuel, because he's a prophet, and in looking into the future, he knew what it would bring. And in verse 7, 1 Samuel chapter 8, it says this, And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people, and all that they say unto thee. For they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them. Dave, I spend as much time fighting the gates of hell and fighting Christians who have 
bought the lie. They've almost become, I would say, uh, cultural Marxists, believing that Jesus didn't say what he uh, said or didn't mean what he said. Uh, said they, they reject the basis of the foundation of who Jesus is. Now, why is this critical? Because the Proverbs under Solomon, the wisest man on the earth, God said there'd never be anybody wiser, nor has been, said if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? So we have a civil war going on. It, quote, it's not fixing to happen. It's not going to go in the future. It's happening right now. Now, did you see the article, Dave, as we're on the uh, radio tonight? Did you see the article about Antifa surrounding uh, Tucker Carlson's home? Yeah, I actually had that sent to me by a member of DHS. Yeah, well, our mutual friend, same guy that sent uh, Thank you, uh, our mutual friend. Yes. The point being is this, is that that can be construed as an act of terrorism. And forgive me, but if you go and read the original acts of terrorism as they were codified, they're guilty of that. But let me ask everyone a question. And then, Dave, you've obviously brought the same question up. What is keeping these people who are openly advocating our death, our destruction, the raping of our families, the raping, uh, the killing of our children. Why aren't they in jail? And I have an answer, and I think you and I need to discuss it tonight. Okay. You cannot drain the swamp when everybody who is appointed in the State Department by the former Obama, okay, the Obama administration, you cannot, uh, and I know exactly what I just said there, you cannot drain the swamp. You cannot even begin to have justice when all those in charge of arrest are covering up the greatest criminal enterprise in the history of the world. Jeff Sessions is firing today, I think, is a absolute turning point for this country, and I believe it's for the better. You cannot even begin to imagine what the odds. I maintain this. No human being that I know that I ever met could stand against what has come against President Trump outside of the supernatural protection, intervention of the living God, and the intercessory prayers of his people. But let me finish something. I fight, quote, uh, I would call claimants to Christianity as much as I fight the devil himself because they're always trying to put him down. They're trying to claim. I got a guy sending me an email the other day, and I rebuked him in Jesus' name, claiming Trump's the Antichrist, and I'm going to be proven wrong. When I get stuff like that, Dave, I have to say, Lord, forgive them. But in this case, they know exactly what they're saying. And I do forgive them, and I go on. Now, why is this critical for tonight's speech? Because, or speech, forgive me, for tonight's response to President Trump's speech, the open hatred for the president comes right out of the words of Cicero. We're seeing, if you will, the sowing of discord. We're seeing the lies. We're seeing the slander. We're seeing the pandering to Richmond. We're seeing George Soros, who claims to be God, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. And why has he not been even mentioned until I believe President Trump mentioned him the other day, either yesterday or the day before? Not once had uh, the Trump administration brought his name up. Did you notice that? I did notice that Trump called him out, yes. Yes, so here's where we're at, in my opinion. Our nation is absolutely being torn apart because a house divided against itself cannot stand. Uh, it, it, you know, it's, it's obvious. You know, if, if a husband and wife don't get along, they get a divorce, and the household is destroyed. 
we're seeing the same thing for the country. When we have Louis Farrakhan, and, you, you know, he's in Iran, and obviously we had the most treasonous uh, amount of, uh, I love the word, treachery and deception going on during the previous entity's administration, that we're literally seeing Louis Farrakhan seeing, saying, you know, uh, that, in essence, we're the people that deserve to die. And you know his famous statement in 2015 said this, white people deserve to die, and they know it. So they think it's us coming to do it. Well, no offense, you said you're coming to do it, so why wouldn't we think you're coming to do it, you know? And so Farrakhan is on record as hating, hating the United States of America. And so now he's in Iran, and obviously, you know, we're seeing everybody's true colors being shown. And I think it's a fulfillment of biblical prophecy. Prophecy says, let the righteous become more righteous and let the, you know, the profane become more profane. So getting that all into the election results, I believe that the Democratic states, okay, have literally chosen to go against everything that made this nation great. And I, I categorically reject the people that say, America is not a Christian nation. America was founded on the Bible. Well, granted, a lot of the founding fathers, as you know, were deists, okay? But when you get the great country we have, you also forget, and a lot of people make fun of the Puritans and the Pilgrims, but those were people of covenant. And God keeps his covenant. It's people who break theirs with him. Absolutely. So what am I saying? Is we have a foundation that in this country is different than most nations of the world in the fact that, you know, it can be argued, by the way, who are the first ones in America. And you know me and all the uh, research I've done. It was, by the way, not Christopher Columbus. It was not Leif Erikson. It wasn't even some of the indigenous, quote, native tribes that supposedly came from Mongolia. The Egyptians were here 2,350 years ago. The Chinese were here 3,000 years ago. The, in the United States, North America, the Philistines and the Canaanites were here even before that. So the point is is that we're now in a time unlike any other. And I, I, I'm on record, you know this, the quote that's out there, a lot of people steal it with no attribution, but I made this statement years, almost a decade ago, there is no political solution to a spiritual problem. Remember Absolute, that? Yes, absolutely. And so the thing is, what that means is sin is a power. It is a power. It is that which destroys nations. We have, we have Marxism now, we have open socialists, we've got communists. And, and let me share this, ladies and gentlemen. Dave has spelled out so many times in so many of his articles how many people have died under communism. It broke my heart to see, yeah, I don't know if you saw it on Drudge today, uh, left-hand column, I think it was about middle of the way down, but uh, what did it say? Half of Americans no longer are in favor of democracy. Well, that's because they don't even know their history, because modern education has destroyed the foundations of what made our country great. So as Michael Savage says, you destroy the borders, you destroy the language, you destroy the culture, and that's why it's called cultural Marxism. And I, I don't know if you saw this, but you know Canada is now allowing 325,000 Somalis. Did you see that article? I've seen that, and I will tell you, Steve, we're not just going to have caravans from the south. We're going to have them from the north. 
Absolutely. Now, I want to share something with people that will have a hard time, and I want everybody in the States to be praying for the Canadians, especially those who understand what's at stake, because I posted the article. You saw it too, Dave. We may even talked about it a couple days ago, but uh, the uh, article stated that Trudeau, and I call him Trojan Trudeau, as in the Trojan horse, allowed the Chinese to put underwater listening posts off the coast of Vancouver, Canada, that can monitor our sub base in Bremerton, Washington, and also the subs that go up and down, you know, from the Alaska into the the sea. You know, I mean, they're monitoring us uh, courtesy of Canada. So we're going to be, Dave, your sources, my sources, our sources, other sources, we're going to be caught in a pincer movement. We're going to get it from the north, we're going to get it from the south, we're going to get it from the east, we're going to get it from the west. Now, I want to make it clear, okay, I want America to repent. I believe in Second Chronicles 714. If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, uh, what, seek my face, uh, and turn from their wicked ways, and I'm just quoting it off the top of my head, and I'm not quoting it accurate, but basically uh, the idea is, is that God's asking his people to do it, but what happens when those who claim to be God's people embrace cultural Marxism, when they embrace abortion, when you've got, and this made me so mad, if I could have called fire down from heaven, people say, you know what spirit you are, Steve? Yes, I do. From those people blessing the abortion clinic? You yes. saw that, right? I, I saw that, yes. Yes, that is anathema. That is anathema. Read the 139th Psalm. Now look, this is, and, and I think, did I say this on your show? Forgive me, Dave, I did five talk radio shows, but I finally understood, not because I figured it out, I think it was the mercy of God, because it's really been troubling me all these years. He said, Steve, because my people did not speak up against the slaughter of the innocents, the blood of the innocents has been used by the evil one in order to listen to this, to oil the gears of ritual magic that will bring about the destruction of my people before my second coming. In other words, that whole silence on the part of the majority of the church has uh, enabled them through ritual magic to literally open the gates of hell. And we're now, Dave, you know this, the vilification of Christians worldwide, the slaughter of Christians worldwide, there's nobody speaking out. And every single one of the major networks, probably with the exception of, of Fox, but most of the networks are always bashing Christians bashing, uh, you know, uh, biblical marriage, uh, the, anything that is traditional that God created, they're against. So ladies and gentlemen, whether you believe in the living God or you don't, ag agnostics, atheists, the whole realm of supernatural evil now is going to manifest. I just put up even on my website tonight a uh, word from Lois Vogel Sharp, take it to the Lord in prayer. But I tell you this, Dave, that we're at a point now were the most evil, heinous, wicked creatures from hell. And I'm not just talking about the political parties that hate God. I'm talking about the literal manifestations of science fiction's worst nightmares are coming on the scene. And I'll send you, before tonight's out, I'll send you an email of a, of a robotic minotaur that's literally moving, and a minotaur is it's an interesting, you know, mythological beast. I think it's important that uh, that people understand that the ancient things are coming back. All of the all of the studies now, the new age is accelerating. 
uh, even people that claim, I think there was a study that uh, three out of four Christians believe in New Age concepts, okay? Well, you know, remember the old ways, and this is the whole thing why I shared tonight with you, Dave, and thanks for letting me do it, for Samuel 8, because Samuel, the prophet, represented, if you will, God. The people looked as if being old was a bad thing, so they rejected the old ways, they wanted the new ways, they wanted to be like everybody else around them, and in this case, I believe the Democrats are absolutely abject communist sympathizers, a majority of them, okay, yeah, yeah, well, they are. and they have and, and they have consistently voted against, uh, you know, not just President Trump, but anybody who's ever stood for righteousness, they're against. Not one of those lying she-devils from hell that accused Kavanaugh has apologized. Not one Democrat who voted against uh, Kavanaugh has come forward and said, we were misinformed. So a nation that embraces lies will embrace deception on a level that causes their own total annihilation. Wait, That's a powerful statement. You're absolutely and correct. I'm not yeah. Yeah, I'm not pulling punches. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, I was going to say, Steve, you've seen, I've documented many, many times the work of Trevor Loudon, Enemies Within, confirmed by Cynthia McKinney, Robert David Steele, as well as Congressman Alan West. And Congressman Cynthia McKinney is how I should have addressed her. And all of them say the same thing. Every one of them. 80 congressmen have been identified as belonging to front groups for the American Communist Party and the Muslim Brotherhood. They are dedicated to the downfall of the United States, and they're serving right now. And their names are people like Pelosi and Feinstein and Schumer and Ellison. And all these people, Steve, are working to bring down this country, and they're serving in Congress. Absolutely, Dave. And let me share something. You see, if you will, the uh, Palestinian woman who was elected, you know, and she's wearing the Palestinian flag. Ladies and gentlemen, please, United States citizens, wake up. Look at what's happening in Germany. Look at what's happening in Italy. Look at what's happening in uh, Norway, Sweden, uh, Finland, Denmark, every place that... uh, They've embraced uh, immigration without any checks or balances. Look what's happened, Dave. Western civilization is dying. The infertility of American males is by design. When the birth control pill came out, all of the estrogen that was excreted in female urine, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be blunt, but let's just be tell it like it is, okay, went into the municipal water supplies. Well, they could filter for everything. They couldn't filter for excreted pharmaceuticals. Now you've got fish that are becoming hermaphroditic. You mix the chemicals, the excreted pharmaceuticals. You mix it with uh, different layers and levels of cesium, different uh, uh, intensities of cesium-137, i.e. Fukushima. And you've got basically what I would call a mutagenic meltdown of the human genome. And if you notice, ladies and gentlemen, even the... Islamic terrorists say our women's wombs will be the ultimate uh, weapon that we defeat you. In other words, they come into a country, they have numerous children and numerous wives, and meanwhile, the white race, and listen, this isn't a racist statement, even Vladimir Putin offered, you know, guess, uh, free, free hotel nights and money to get the Russians to go out and have children, because Russia is facing the same thing that the United States is. And, and that basically is the genetic uh, destruction of that which has uh, 
built civilization. Look, I make no apologies. I have friends that are all colors. I and I appeal to every black brother out there, every Latino brother, everybody who knows Jesus as Lord and Savior. Don't buy the lie of those who are trying to stir the pot. This is about total Satanism versus biblical Christianity, and the Satanists will use everything in their power to destroy Christianity. And they're doing it under the supernatural direction and guidance of, of uh, Satan himself. Look at Hollywood, Dave. We all used to say and talk about it, well, there were rumors. Now you get you go on YouTube and you get all these people from Lady Gaga to Katy Perry and, and Miley Cyrus, the three women. Then you go to Jay-Z and you go to uh, even Dwayne The Rock talking about Hail Satan. And, you know, the point that I'm trying to make is this. They are more bold in their witness for the Prince of Darkness than we are for the Lord Jesus Christ, the light of the world, God's answer to the sin of the world. And so, you know, I'm, I'm not pulling any punches anymore, and God, God knows you don't do it. God knows I don't do it. But we've got to get people to understand their lives are at stake. When you write about Red Dawn, it's here. When we talk about, you know, all of the different uh, fifth column, all of the different gorillas, gorillas, in, in, uh, you know, in this country, when we talk about gray terror, we're seeing right now, if you will, the implementation of the activation of basically uh, every form of traitor, every form of espionage agents. We're at the mercy of God only. And by the way, you know, that doesn't even count the military. You remember you did articles, Dave. We did shows. Uh, when when that entity, the guy in the White House before Trump, I'm sorry, I do not even, I can't even bring myself to name him any longer. The point being is that he fired all the loyal military, all the patriotic military, all the battlefield military, and replaced them. How can President Trump drain the swamp? And you're going to see a battle in that realm, too. You're going to see a battle, because it really doesn't matter what the president's intentions are unless God enables those who are around him to support him, just like the Department of Justice. I just made a statement. The firing of Jeff Sessions is a vanguard point in the battle, because here's what happened on the whole Russia probe against President Trump. The Democrats got caught with their hands in the cookie jar, selling all the uranium to Russia, all of the most powerful people in law enforcement were involved, the highest, not all, but the highest ranking members. And you remember when you dealt with it? That's what happened. Uh, President Trump, you know, he said, well, I wish it would have been a little softer. I wish the people around him who supposedly support him would have been louder, you know, and basically saying, look, we have everybody that's been appointed by Hillary Clinton in the State Department, and to my knowledge, even now, she still has access to classified, uh, you know, a secret classified access, and she still knows what's going on because all her people are there. You know, so the point that I'm trying to make is that we're seeing a state-by-state state fall, and we saw the Democrats. Uh, my friends who live in Portland, like Doomer Doug, Doug McIntosh, I mean, when you see what Portland, Oregon's begun, and our mutual friend in the DHS, Dave, he was stationed there, and he was giving us reports in real time. Uh, I know he was giving me reports. I pass them on to you. And the point being is now you've got everything up and down the coast, Washington's new anti-gun measures, which are unconstitutional. 
And, uh, you know, I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but does it not matter to people that one of the most beautiful cities, beautiful as meaning just, you know, around the bay, San Francisco, now people are calling it San Fran, the S-H word, whole, okay? And, you know, they, they busted President uh, Trump, but, you know, the thing is, is that, isn't it funny that those nations that people used to call that, now we have those areas arising in this country that are literally unfit. And same thing with Seattle. I mean, they've got guys that have to come and clean up the needles and the human excrement and the human urine. And because of the mutagenic nature of all the pathogens coming in this country, and by the way, I wrote the book on this almost 20 years ago, Breathe No Evil, a primer for understanding biological and chemical warfare. And, you know, people didn't believe it was here. Now we got polio, we got all these diseases. And I believe there are people who are intentionally infected, and I called those guys infectons coming across the border. We've got tuberculosis. We've got a form of polio. We've got Chagas, C-H-A-G-A-S. We've got so many different diseases now coming at us. And if you read Deuteronomy 28, I challenge every, every uh, atheist and agnostic there to go and read Deuteronomy 28 after about the 15th verse because it talks about what happens to nations, nations specifically, that once knew God and turned from him. This country is a post-Christian country, and I stand with Franklin Graham saying that, you know, President Trump has done more for Christians, the pastor in Turkey, and he's put pressure on And I want to share this with everybody. Now, Dave, I'm getting fired up. 20 years ago, 25 years ago on talk radio, I made this statement. I stand by it. I said, as goes South Africa, so goes the United States. Yes. They were openly talking. President Ramaphosa in South Africa and the other guy were talking about slitting the throats of the whites and stealing their land. Okay? Trump said, no, you don't. And then Ramaphosa said, don't you tell us what to do. He, President Trump was going to go and save the South Africans if he had to. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's ever been a time to pray and to repent, here's my, I can't say that word, here's my complaint, okay, with modern Christendom. They can quote Second Chronicles 7.14, God expects his people to do the repenting, and then he will, you know, basically reconsider his judgment. But the point is, Dave, that I, I talk to people all the time. They don't believe that there is any, uh, what would you say, requirement on God's part of his creation to walk a certain way. They figure they can get away with, quote, murder and baby murder. They, they figure that they can get away with uh, even churches now. I don't know what this is, but they're even embracing pornography. Pornography is, is interesting from the standpoint, remember, it was sex that brought the fallen angels to earth the 200 that committed sex in. And by the way, there's a third of the angels that fell. And I'm telling you, point blank, look at video games. They're getting supernaturally dark. Look at the telephone, the telephone. Even even secular guys that are in the IT business, information technology, they're worried about not only the demon in the machine, but, but cell phones becoming possessed. Well, you know, yours truly wrote about that, and you've interviewed me on that over the years on that stuff. But here's what I'm trying to say to people. You've got to basically, you know, what, dig in your heels, and you've got to come to the conclusion that you're not in uh, Kansas anymore. And unfortunately, most people don't have ruby red uh, uh, slippers to, to, you know, to tap the heels together and go, I want to go back, I want to go back. <laughs> in, the, in the game of life, 
there is no reset button. And I think because of the younger generation, the snowflakes, they believe that they can play in a world, a virtual, and Dave, I'm on record saying this, virtual reality was the most conniving, deceptive, sinisterly, supernatural, brilliant plot, plan, and scheme of the devil to separate people from empiric reality. Therefore, being able to invent a reality so far divorced from, you know, empiric reality that they're, they've lost touch. You've used to heard the statement, they've lost touch. They've gone, digital, they've gone into digital dementia. Mm-hmm. I've heard that phrase many times, and I think it fits here. But see, it's all designed to obscure awareness. If we were to take everything yep. that we're talking about here, it's the veil that Satan has put down to basically keep the flock in ignorance. Well, and God said his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Now, people get mad at me when I quote that scripture, okay? But the point is, is that it, it, it's a real scripture. God said my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And it's not because God doesn't tell the end from the beginning. He's the only one that can do that. He's God. But because, because, Dave, that they choose to reject it. They choose to reject God. We shall not have this man rule over us. The, the, the second psalm says, The kings of the earth have set themselves against the Lord's anointed. That's Jesus saying, We will not have this man, Jesus, rule over us. And isn't it interesting? All of the people that hate Jesus, obviously are Satanists, so they, and, and occultists, they live in a, a supernatural world. Supernatural means beyond just the physical realm. And yet they hate Jesus, and they hate the living God, how can they hate that which isn't real, especially when they know what real supernatural evil is? Isn't it astonishing, Dave, that now we are in, we're in that time that everything changes? So there are a lot of prophets out there. This is why you've got to test the spirit of the prophets. There are a lot of people saying it's good times, it's going to be better than anything you ever know. Uh, that's not what David Wilkerson saw, I believe, and David never considered himself to be a prophet, just a watchman. That's not what Henry Groover saw. That's not what, uh, you know, that's not what Dimitri Dudeman saw. So here's the thing that's really interesting. God gave us, and I, and people will, you know, they'll middle finger me with their mouths. How's that for a nice way to say I, it? I like that. When I say, you know, God set up Donald Trump as a result of people praying. And like I tell people, you know, most of the mealy mouth, what I would call meow men, and some of the, you know, uh, i, I got to be really kind here. This is as nice as I can be. The women that want to wear uh, female hats looking like the female parts that they don't want to be called by the derogatory name of which they're wearing the hats, you know, then don't wear the hats and don't act that way. But you see, it's interesting because we're returning to the Amazons now. I put up an article yesterday, I don't know if you saw it, but the Democratic women were saying, we're going to withhold sex. Now, listen, this show is for adults. I'm sorry. Uh, if you, uh, to their husbands, boyfriends, whoever, uh, unless you basically vote Democratic, you know. So we're seeing the rise of S. Edgar Rice Burroughs, the Amazons. And I'm sorry, but that's where we're at. And, you know, we're, we're returning to the days of mythology with, with human hybrid creatures, with, with the uh, veil being torn, with the gates of hell. By the way, Jesus said that the gates of hell won't prevail. Well, if Jesus is talking about the gates of hell, he certainly knows that a gate is only used for two things, to either let something through or keep something out. 
and and he's warning his people that all hell is going to be uh, breaking loose on earth. Now I want to make give everyone the good news. The good news is, people say, "Are you afraid?" Meaning me. There are times I get afraid, but I know this. I quote David, King David, at the times I am afraid, I trust in thee. So the thing is, if God's warning us, if his people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, then it's my uh, contention that by God informing his people what is going to happen in the future, i.e. the book of Revelation, you can be prepared for it. And you don't need to be afraid of it. And to those that accept Jesus as Lord and Savior, Bible says that he gives us power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. He also says he's with us even to the end of the age. Well, in my world, it looks like the end of the age could be uh, beginning to be upon us. Everything's changing, Dave. And after Branson, and, and thank you for coming, and, you know, uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, until Dave and I met at Branson, we talked for years and years in interviews, et cetera, and, but we never met. Nope. But the point is, that was a turning point. And I said there again, I said, after Branson, which would have been the 15th of September, Every 15th, 16th of September of this year, everything would change, and the word normal would no longer exist. Yes. Can you say that you've ever seen a normal press conference like the one where Acosta accosted the president? And look at this. They turn around and blame Donald Trump. Excuse me? What are you going to, you know, was it Bill Clinton said, what are you going to do, believe me or your lying eyes? You know, I think that was an Eagle song, too. But the point is, is that we're seeing now people calling evil good and good evil and the tragedy the tragedy of it all is our fate is hanging the balance today in bozeman montana there was so many air force vehicles and you know there are rumors that uh, that nuclear missiles are moving and all i can tell you is the guys that move them there was a whole lot of air force security people in bozeman montana with trailers satellite uplinks and i there were, i didn't see any missiles okay but the point that i'm trying to make ladies and gentlemen we are at war, and uh, and Dave, you've talked to your military, your uh, intelligence sources. I have too, and I I I just want people to start thanking God that we're not consumed in a mushroom cloud, because the Democrats want that. Who's provoking war with Russia? It is the dumbest thing in the world, and you know why they're doing that? Because all Vladimir Putin have to do is say, "Let me show you some documents here." We paid the Democrats, name them all. Here, here's a hundred million, you know, here. That's why they stole the narrative. That's why from the beginning, after the swearing in of Donald Trump as president, they began the attack on him. Because that's one of the plans of Saul Alinsky, Rules for Radicals, that you overwhelm the target. And so they have controlled the narrative. I believe, Dave, that Sessions being fired is about to change the narrative. Do you think we're going to see indictments? I don't think we're going to see 50,000 indictments. I'll tell you what. Ladies and gentlemen, I know what's been said about Guantanamo Bay. So when I hear stuff like that, I basically contact the former head. I don't know the commandant of Guantanamo Bay now, but I knew the former Guantanamo Bay commandant from about five years ago or so, the Brigadier General. And I asked him, I said, General, do you believe this is happening. He said, Steve, if they were going to bring in that many high-value targets, they're not going to move them all to Guantanamo Bay. We have limited facilities. But the point is, he said, do you know how long it takes to get an indictment on one bad guy and to, you know, take one bad guy? So the only way to do it, the only way to do it, Dave, is to basically have mass arrests and basically 
after all, I do not believe that, okay? I believe there may be selective. The only way I will believe that is when I see, you know, Hillary and uh, the entity uh, being arrested. And I don't think that's going to happen. Well, let me tell you what I was told today. And this is from an extremely reliable source. And this broke before Sessions was fired. I was told Sessions is on his way out. It'll be in the next day or two. And this will signal this and say, notice that Trump is not worried about losing the House. And I said, explain that to me. And I was told the threat of indictment that will suck in some of these Democrats as participants in treason will get them to capitulate and cross the aisle and work with Trump. That makes sense. So I was told today. And and I don't doubt that, but here's the thing. It's one thing for them to cross the aisle, but it's another thing. What I'm saying, you cannot, you cannot accept under some extreme circumstances, you know, take that many people at once. You just can't do it. That's what people have told me, you know, from adjutant, uh, uh, what do they call them, what, the judge advocate, what are they called, JAG officers, you yes. know? Mm-hmm. Judge adjutant general or whatever. The point is, is they, they just said, Steve, it, this is what's got to do. Now, here's what I'm telling you. I believe that the minute that starts to happening, the go signal is given by all of the hellions, okay, and they're going to try and cause total civil war. I do not know, what, and, and by the way, I believe America's going into a full-scale shooting war. I do not want it to happen. I do, I pray it does not happen, but I'm telling you, it's going to happen, because the communists have been in place, you know, forgive me, in place for the past probably, what, 75 years, but they've been armed in the last eight in the previous administration. If there's way more to Fast and Furious than anybody knew, there's way more to the embassy, uh, you know, uh, situation than anybody knew. And again, look at the most powerful individuals in the intelligence community, Brennan and Trapper and, and some of the other people, I mean, they hate Trump. Well, these people have the access to America's most top secrets, even the stuff that most people don't know exists, space-based weapons and all the other stuff. You know, the point being, Dave, is that is that God is on his throne. And look, I, I, I wish I knew the answer to the question you asked me. I think like everybody, you want it to happen. But the only way, and this is, and you're right, or your source is right on this, the only way to get a lesser pig to squeal is for the lesser pig to give up the, the hog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Uh, I've been told the entry point into intimidation, I was given this too, because I said, will there be indictments? And they said they doubt it. But they said the entry point of the threat of indictment will start at the level of Podesta, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, Uma Abedin, because that, that'll scare the living hell out of Hillary Clinton, and it'll isolate her from being able to do power plays against people in Congress. Well, I believe that, okay, and I that, because that's practical. You see, again, uh, you know, not when I say it's practical, it it's doable, and I think this is that that there's so many indications that Trump waited until after the midterms, okay. Obviously, we gained uh, how many House or Senate seats? We gained three or four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
And so, the, the, and obviously, one of the most contested was John Tester. And what Donald Trump said about that guy, I, I live in Montana, as most of your listeners probably know. And John Tester says one thing when he's in state and votes entirely differently when he's in Washington. And most people don't know this, but Montana, Butte, Montana, was the home of the Warblies, which was the start of the Communist Party USA. Did you know that? I think uh, I told you that. Or, yeah, you yep. said you said so, it before on my show. Right. Yep. So, so the point is, is we are we are at war. Do you believe, Dave? As many articles you write, and you're well researched, you absolutely have your sources. I have my sources. A couple of them are the same, but they're independent of each other. But when you've got the testimony of two or three, what happens when it's like 20 or 30 witnesses unknown to each other, separated by thousands of miles or sometimes by continents? They're basically calling you within a matter of hours, and, and, and they're telling you or they're writing you or emailing you what's going down. You've got to know that God loves his people and wants to warn them. The basis for all of us coming to the Lord in this times are repenting for our own personal sin Trust me, repentance is a normal part of my prayer life because I find that I cannot take the lukewarm Christendom world. And by the way, I had a, a sermon one time when I when I preached, and it, it basically was called lukewarm vomit, the day God spews you out of his mouth. Mm. And and look, that sounds something. So that's not the love of Jesus. Oh, yes, it is, because it's Jesus saying that. Book of Revelation, he says, I wish that you were either hot or cold. But because you're lukewarm, he says, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. I got news for you. That's not a good thing when God throws up. <laughs> Yet the same word prior to all of that through the Gospel of John is, you know, I am the good shepherd. I lay down my life for the sheep. And it's one thing when Jesus came as the Lamb of God to take away the sin of the world. It's another thing when he comes back as the Lion of God, as the King of kings, Lord of lords. And so what we're seeing, Dave, is the dividing line. God himself is stepping up and dividing the line. There's enough activity in both Canada, foreign troops. By the way, i got to share something with you. Uh, I said a number of years ago that France and Germany will be on the side of Russia when they attack us. Did you see Macron said that the EU needs a... Uh, an army, and he said, in case we need to deal with the United States, yes. what, what that means, you guys, is NATO is going to turn on the U.S. People, when I said that, said, that'll never happen. You're so stupid, Steve. You don't know that Germany and, and you know, France are in NATO, blah, 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 blah. Well, all I can tell you is what God showed Dmitry Dudeman, and then, you know, 20 years later, told me in the shower, you know, and the shower basically said, Steve, when Russia attacks the United States, Germany and France will be with them in their attack against the United States. Well, I said... Do you think uh, that's a lie? No, 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 no. Steve, I said that back in 2014 when Russia was beginning to blackmail Europe over natural gas and oil. And I said, whoa, this could be the end of Europe. And I made the point that Germany had more in common now with Russia than they did with the United States. Sure. And I'm saying, Dave, and, and I don't doubt you, but I'm saying that they're going to be involved in attacking us. Most people don't know this, but one of the largest tank, uh, what would you call it, uh, divisions of the world is in Canada, German, German artillery. Uh, they train up there because obviously Germany is people who know the physical and geographical boundaries of Germany. Germany's not a very big country when you uh, compare it to the landmass in Canada. But we're seeing now, too, 
we're seeing some very dangerous uh, statements coming out. Remember, didn't the United States steal, what, 100, 200 tons of Germany's gold and wouldn't give them back to them? Yeah, Karen Hudis was on my show from the World Bank and was telling about that, exactly. Right, yeah, I remember. I remember I actually read that because I think you put it up as one of your stories or, or I put it up as one of your um, uh, YouTube videos. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is where we're at. So the election is the, you know, how should I say this? The election was a time stamp on the first two years. The next two years, everything changes. You know, the answer, the answer is, are we going to have the meltdown of the uh, economy and then Trump brings us back from it? Because you remember this, Dave, these people who are the globalist, Satanist, elitists, even the ones beyond Rothschilds and Rockefellers and all that, the fallen angels, they have supernatural intelligence. And the only way we as Christians can deal with that is by the power of God being in our lives through prayer, through intercession, and through fasting. You know, Jesus said in certain demons, this type comes out only with prayer and fasting. So the idea that we're going to make it in our own brilliance. And by the way, you know this, my book, Trans, you know, the whole, you saw what I did, uh, you know, the um, <laughs> my book, uh, Terminated, the end of, of, of man is here, you know. The point is, is that now there are AI on the, on the Drudge Report tonight, and tonight is whatever, November 7th, the, they're talking about the Chinese are training their most brilliant young people to set up a new level of AI cyber hackers and warriors. Well, the United States has been doing that for years. What do you think all these tests are? What do you think? Who do you think watches video game scores? Who do you think is put into drone programs? Who do you think is put into? Excuse me. Who do you think is put into the positions of hacking? Everybody's looking for the brightest. Everybody's looking for the gifted. Gifted also means supernatural. Everybody's looking for that. And what's important is that people understand that it's accelerating at a, on a basis that it will take your breath away unless you're breathing in the breath of life, the same breath that, that, that God breathed into Adam. He became a living soul. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, there is stuff coming. And I know there are people saying, oh, Quail and Hodges, you know, some of your enemies are my enemies, Dave, and vice versa. We're all blah, 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 and yet they've never done anything to warn anybody. As a matter of fact, some of them are nothing more than bots and AI robots, but a lot of them, too, work in actual areas of certain parts of government that their only job is to destroy us and our credibility. Oh, I get this all That's the time. I get it all the time. And, Steve, the way you can tell that they're not real criticisms is they attack you personally without even dealing with the content of your message. Right. And, you know, again, look, <laughs> I'm learning, you know, uh, how do I say this? I'm learning and praying to be able to deal with spineless cowards. And people say, just hit the delete button. Ladies and gentlemen, I do. But unfortunately, when you get, you know, certain words preceding the word you in the uh, subject, you can't do it. You can delete them, and I don't open them. But, you know, here's the deal. Ladies and gentlemen, and I'm speaking to every man out there, too, why is it? 
that there are braver women than men in the country, United States. And Dave, you know this. I am an question. advocate for every woman being armed, every woman being trained, every woman. I don't care if they're you know legal age to hold a handgun forward, and I don't care if they're 80 or 90. If you can basically, if you're physically in a condition, I want you to go out and get a, a, a concealed weapon permit. If you live in a state you can, I want you to get for your own protection, because that's one thing that uh, a general once told me, he said this, Steve, a woman, Special Operations Command, active duty, he said, Steve, a woman can get closer to any man than any man can get. Well, that was probably before, you know, the whole LGBTQ thing, but yeah. in the old days, that's the way. So, so what I'm saying to people is this, is that you're at war. Do what Jesus tells you to do, but no place in the Bible does he say, just lay down and do nothing. And, and, and how dare those of you make fun of those who are telling the Christians to prepare. You would have mocked Noah and you would have drowned. You would have mocked Joseph and you would have drowned. If you were on uh, the, the Mount of uh, when Jesus was uh, preaching on the Sermon on the Mount, had it not been for that little boy's mother that gave him the loaves of bread and fishes, Jesus wouldn't. Jesus can do anything, but he took what a mother had prepared in wisdom for her son, who, thinking her son might be gone longer than uh, they thought, she wanted him to be fed. What a gracious picture of the living God in helping us to sustain until the second coming of Jesus Christ. So, ladies and gentlemen, prep as your life depends on it, as your family's life depends on it, and it is not a denial of faith. It's not. And Steve, by the way, I need, David, I'm sorry, Steve, I need to interject this real quick. To, sure. our, to our radio audience, we're at the end of this particular segment, but we're going to continue for a few more moments here, and you can catch the rest of this interview on YouTube, you can catch it on the website, and you can also go into our uh, platform that you can enter through Spotify, look for The Common Sense Show, uh, Google Play, uh, as, as well as iTunes. And so we're continuing now with bonus coverage with Steve Quayle as we've left our radio audience right now. And Steve, I totally agree with you. And I wanted to throw this back at you too, Steve. Uh, God has moved me in my heart since we've been talking, and I've gotten this message three times now. And I have written before about a seven-pronged invasion that will be perpetrated by the Russians, the Chinese, and their allies on behalf of the United Nations and the Kigali principles. I'm going to tie all this together. I need to put this out again because we literally have millions of people who have come to you and me, Steve, since I've talked about this before. And when we talk about things that are two years old, three years old, uh, we have a whole new audience right now as well with people who aren't enlightened to these things, and I need to wake them up, and so do you. Well, uh, yeah, I would, and, and, you know, ladies and gentlemen, again, unfortunately, my website and Dave's website, we get killed on YouTube, but again, that's why I'm encouraging people. I just checked my website today, Dave, and if they go on my archives, they can go back, I think, I don't know, 10, 15 years, whatever the internet first started i mean i've got 65,000 articles oh, and those are hand picked articles and and ladies and gentlemen take advantage of what dave has written take advantage of what he's done on his interviews the same thing with me i have i want to make this clear i do not do facebook but i have a monitored facebook account because there were you know i don't know so many literally hundreds of people saying they were me on facebook and then there were 1,400 people that were downloading my stuff, 
and then they would, you know, they'd like sarcastically, you know, they'll 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 download interviews I've done. They take me out, or one guy said, "Don't listen to that, you know, blankety blank blank. Just listen to the guy I interviewed." Well, in order to control all of that, uh, bottom line is my YouTube channel. I have an official YouTube channel. If it doesn't have the big Q on it, it's not the official. But I don't post on it. I don't respond to it. I have a social media, uh, basically, a team. Rhonda is the one that keeps on it, and she's got five people with her doing it all the time. But, Dave, here's the thing. You and I have enough stuff on the Internet. I would encourage people that are honest. And, look, do not take what Dave says as, as the gospel or what I say as the gospel, but take it as researched evidence and then see if the same conclusions that we draw based on the evidence we present, based on the headlines of the day, see if there's any other conclusion you can draw. And if you're honest, here's the, here's, I'm going to put the caveat in place, Dave. If they're honest, they cannot escape the truth. I, I totally agree. Uh, the evidence is overwhelming. But what I'm finding, too, Steve, and this is something that I've really noticed in my work now, is that the New World Order goes in cycles. They'll do a plan, and they'll go to a certain depth. And then they'll recycle back to that plan four or five years later, and they take it to a greater depth. And this is what I'm finding, like with the caravans and how they're planning to invade through Red Dawn. It's becoming really apparent to me how well-developed these plans are. I first addressed them four and five years ago, and now that was child's play compared to what's coming now. But it's the same basic strategy. So they keep recycling the same stuff, but just on a deeper level. Well, right. And a deeper level, remember this. Frequency is not the same thing as intensity, okay? And because the frequency, the frequency can be a cycle, okay? I mean, cycle per second. But intensity is what gets you. You can have a laser, and as you increase the intensity, the deadliness of the laser increases along with it. Or a microwave, a maser. A maser stands for microwave amplification by the stimulation of emission of radiation. A maser is sound, a laser is light. So the thing that I think is critical, Dave, at this point, is people have got to stop and say, okay, does the preponderance of evidence show that there is a total war against, number one, God, number two, the foundation of uh, this country, Number three, are the churches preaching Jesus or are they preaching another gospel? The social gospel will damn people to hell. I want to make that clear. The Catholic Church has embraced uh, uh, politics. The current pope, he basically won't call uh, pedophiles pedophiles, but then he blames Satan. And, you know, the point that I think people have got to understand, Catholic, Protestant, Jews, you've all got to understand something. This context that we're undergoing right now is the context, believe that Jesus is the Messiah. If, if, you, if you want to deny that, fine. If you're Jewish, if you've embraced that as Messianic, great. But the point is, is that we're seeing it. It's like Johnny Cash's old song, we're going by the book. And the book he's talking about is the book of Revelation. And so the Revelation, Dave, I think that people miss the most important thing about the book of Revelation secularists use the word Armageddon-like. They use the word end times. They use a lot of, if you will, biblical terminology while denying God all along. 
But the book of Revelation is the revelation of Jesus Christ, which God the Father gave to his servant, John the Apostle, or John the Beloved, on the island of Patmos, concerning the things which are, which would be, and which would be coming in the future. And see, that's what people don't understand. You can have twofold and threefold uh, fulfillment of prophecies. So you've got war in the in people fighting over prophecy. You've got p- fighting over dogma. Isn't it interesting, though, that watch, uh, watch somebody, if they claim they're a Christian, watch how they uplift the name of the Lord Jesus, avoid the name of the Lord Jesus, or absolutely just deny the name of the Lord Jesus, and silence is denial. I, want, I think I've said this, Dave, I don't know, maybe 20, 30 times on the air, but I need to say it again, you know, that it's not so much that people claim to know Jesus. The important question is, does he know you? And that's really the critical issue, because the Bible talks about many will come to him in that day saying, Lord, Lord, didn't we do all these wonderful things in your name? And he'll say, depart from me, ye who work lawlessness or iniquity, I never knew you. Our relationship is based on communication. It's based on uh, uh, love. And the thing is, is this is what separates biblical Christianity from Islam, from all the isms out there, from all the chasms out there, and from all the divisions out there. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. Warfare is initiated by the devil against God. God didn't start the, the, I guess you'd say, the war in motion. And now we're coming into a time period, Dave, where men's hearts will fail them for looking after those things coming upon the earth. For they shall be great, great distress. So, you know, we're seeing we're seeing it now kicking the high gear. So I would encourage you to redo that because, and I'll I'll be encouraged to recover the basics too. Well, Steve, I, 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 I want to say this to you too. There's another aspect I've discovered in the past several weeks that God's doing, and He's. I shared this with some people that I attend church with, and. Uh, some of them are experiencing the same thing. I, I have these random memories that come to me from things that I have not done my best at, where things that they might not be a sin, but I could have exercised better judgment. And to me, it took a few weeks for me to realize what was going on. Why am I having these memories from when I was 17 or 19 or 27 years old, and I haven't thought of these things in decades, and all of a sudden they're right here in front of me, and what's the message? And I'm getting a lesson from the Lord. He's sharpening me to prepare for what's coming next. He's really trying to work on me improving my judgment, my wisdom, and how well I relate to people. And it's really clear what's going on in my life right now. And it's God-directed. It's not Dave Hodges-directed. It's God-directed. And I'm hearing this from other people that I talk to. And I'm telling you, Steve, there's a big challenge coming our way that's yet undefined. And he's preparing a lot of us to meet it. Right. And also, Dave, let me share this, okay? If, if, if that's a judgment choice, I believe that. But also, Satan's name is the accuser of the brethren, okay? And he accuses us day and night. And the thing is, is that if it's sin and you've already confessed it, that's not God, okay? Because he said, as far as the east is from the west, I'll remember your sin no more. Mm-hmm. And he also says, though your sin be as scarlet, I'll make you as white as wool. So the discernment is, you know what? I, I, you know, I used to say, and I still do sometimes, Lord, I've done some really stupid stuff, stupid on steroids. Yes. How can I be this dumb and still live, okay? And the answer is by the grace of God, okay? Because some of the stuff,
stuff I've done was so wild, so crazy. I'm not saying sin necessarily, but, you know, you just can't, you know, you just, everybody would think you're tempting the Lord, and it's just the stupidity of youth, and I'm still alive. And the answer to that is when I say to myself sometimes, how stupid, Steve, can you be and still live? The answer is only because of God's mercy and forgiveness, and he won't leave me stuck on stupid. I have, I exactly agree with you, Steve. And, and when your sin's forgiven, it's forgiven. You don't need to go back into self-recrimination. I totally agree with that. And that's why I said, when the Lord is showing me these things, it's more about developing wisdom and judgment and solving problems for the betterment of all. If I were to encapsulate what I'm seeing that he's showing me in my own life from my past, how could you have done better? It's a teaching lesson. It's not a condemnation. And and I'm finding that it's starting to show up in my life in terms of the way I view things now. And it's interesting to see how God can work in your life and you recognize why it's going on. In the past, God will work in my life, and I might not realize it for years later. But right now I'm seeing sure. it moment to moment and in the hour of what it's happening. And I've really concluded that we have some yet huge undefined challenge where we're going to have to all be at our very best. Agreed. And I think what you're saying, Dave, is he's taking us back, you know, to show us where in some of our decisions we went went wrong, you know, and said, if you would have done this. And look, 99% of what we do wrong is we do stuff we don't pray about at first, you yes, know. right. I charge out in the night sometimes with my lance on my noble steed, okay, like a knight in shining armor, only to find out that, number one, I went in the wrong direction, number two, I aimed my lance at the wrong target, and number three, you know, I don't go charging off into the night anymore until the Lord says, take this on. A good example of that is Henry Groover, okay? He tells a story. We've got it on video. Go go look at uh, Henry Groover uh, videos on YouTube, but... He talked about the time where, and this man has walked all over the world, faced death, I mean, had the most remarkable out-of-body experiences, gone beyond the, the uh, magnificence of heaven, uh, astonishing stories, astonishing deliverances. But one time he decided to do something that the Lord had not led him to do, and that was go to the, uh, uh, oh, the burial mounds in the Midwest, you know, uh, the Cahokia Mounds, and take dominion over it, and he almost died. And when he was literally on his last breath, and obviously he didn't die, God said, Henry, you cannot take this stuff on without much prayer and fasting, and me sending my angels before you. Now here you have one of the most powerful men in the world who's literally seen visions, been taken to heaven, brought back from the dead, dead, I don't know, what, 18 minutes? You know, brains oozing out of his skull. Sorry, but that's what his testimony was seeing fallen angels uh, being chained by the hand of Almighty God beneath the Vatican, and here's a guy that goes out, you know, on a cold winter day, he's going to walk up the steps of the Cahokia Mount, I believe, and, and, and he just about dies. He got so attacked that he had to crawl all the way back to his van, and Henry used to travel around in like a, I don't know, a, you know, one of those van vans, not a, not a travel van, but just a van, and he had a blanket and a mattress, you know, and would sleep in the back of his van, but, you know, he almost died. And the Lord told him, you cannot just know that, or you cannot assume that you're ready to go out against one thing until I tell you to go out against it. And Dave, that's the same story. We have to be wise. And I've learned one thing. It's, you've got to wait until the Lord opens the door. And I want to share something to encourage the people of God. If God has given you promises in your life, and you still haven't been... Uh, 
the fulfillment that that you expected by now, hold on to it. Don't go to an unbeliever. If you know that God's spoken to you, don't go to an unbeliever and ask them what they think. Obviously, they don't believe, and their unbelieving Christians will say, you're crazy. Well, see, I, I talked to a brilliant man, one of the smartest men I've ever met in my life, and that's saying something literally brilliant. And, you know, the bottom line is is that he would he echoed the same thing, you know. He knows, but he allowed the moral of this story, even today, probably five hours ago, I'm talking to him, he allowed skeptical Christians to rob him of the Word of God that he had been practicing up until that point. So, Dave, if God speaks something to you, and you know it's God, just like now, you know, I'm gonna, I'm not going to say, are you sure it's God? No, I'm just going to make something clear to people. God will allow us to correct our mistakes in thinking so we don't make them again. I think that's what you're saying. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, but God also will not allow the devil to dig up the sins of the past, okay? Let's say, I'll give you a good example. Let's say, uh, you, 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 and I'm, I, I, don't, I hope this doesn't apply to anybody, but I'm just making it up. But let's say you, you got drunk and you, got, and, and you killed somebody behind the wheel. Obviously, if you went to jail for manslaughter or whatever, but you've asked God to forgive you, you're forgiven. But when it shows up 10 years later and the devil says, you're going to hell, you, you killed that man. You got drunk, you know, or whatever the situation. That's a bad example, but I'm just saying. So he who the Son sets free, the, the Son is the Lord Jesus Christ, is free indeed. And I'm telling you, uh, you know, we all better read Romans uh, chapter 1, verse 16, I think it is, where Paul says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a tragedy that Christians have become cowards, and it started in the pulpit. And I believe, you know, the old statement, a fish rots from the head first. I think it was, uh, oh, good night, uh, Charles Spurgeon that said, if a country falls to sin, it's because the sin was not spoken about in the pulpit. You can't have all these happy campers shaking down for their all your money, you know, just to make you feel good. And, I mean, no offense, but feeling good shouldn't cost you your entire inheritance. I've been in situations, literally, I won't tell you who, with well-known evangelists, they close the door, and they want you to come up front and sign over your mortgage to your home. Oh, I've heard those stories, too. Steve, we're... we're I've been there. I've I've heard these stories, but we're we're at the end, but I just wanted to say one thing before we depart. You had brought up Branson, and and I want to say this for the listening audience. Uh, It was such an honor and a privilege for me to be there, not just with the great people that were there, you know, getting to be with you and Doug and Joe and just and Gary Haven and uh, all the great people that were there, but it was the content really touched my heart. And I will tell you that uh, you're doing this again next year. I plan on being there. Well, thank you. And, yeah, thanks for bringing it up. Next year, it's in Branson. Go to gen6.com. Before December, we're offering discounts on the DVD sets. And, by the way, Dave, the DVD sets were sent out to everybody this week. But we're offering, a, you know, a 20% discount on both uh, the tickets, the admission, and also the DVD sets. This year is going to be answering the alien question. We're going to be talking about the secret space-based weapons program. We're going to be talking about alien aliens, not illegals. I'm talking about uh, extra dimensionals as well as extraterrestrials. Uh, we've got some interesting speakers. We'll have the the whole speaker roster pretty much up by the 15th of this month. So prior to that, if they go on gen6.com, thanks for bringing it up, they can pre-register. And you know we were sold out. 
we tell people that, and they think we're making it up. So this year we want to get people, uh, and they've asked us, you know, can we uh, buy our tickets early so we can schedule our, our airfare and everything else? This year is going to knock it out of the park. I thought last year did, but this year is going to just, you know. And, and see, we believe that in the uh, True Legends and the Gen 6 conferences, we're really sticking to a certain um, if you will, direction from the Lord, because I believe that people's hearts are literally going to fail them. And I'm telling you, Dave, uh, people need to come to these things. If they want, they can go on Gen6 and they can .com, G-E-N-S-I-X.com. They can order the DVDs and this year's DVDs. I mean, it knocked it out of the park. The production's so good, you could put it on TV. And and Hugo Degueras, you got to admit, Dave, was probably the most provocative. And in my world, and I've interviewed people for 25 years, that was one of the most important interviews and conference presentations I've ever heard anywhere at any time. And he basically said, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I put out the book Terminated, The End of Man is Here, and people said, oh, that's just crazy quail, negative, you know. And then, But Hugo Degueras, one of the three smartest men in the world on inventing, uh, if you will, the artificial brain, the inventor says, if we don't stop it now it destroys us it annihilates the human race is that a pretty accurate statement dave i think that statement not only came from hugo very well but i heard that from david knight and from sharon uh, i heard it repeated over and over there was a real central theme from that conference that said humanity's days are numbered according to the globalists absolutely so again you know please ladies and gentlemen go on gen6.com you can uh pre-order your admission tickets and again we sell out and then people get mad and they blame us and that's the biggest venue we can get in Branson. Branson's middle of the country and it's going to be fabulous. You'll hear on Dave's show the different speakers when we get obviously March, April into that period but in the meantime you're going to watch, you're going to see and Dave I want to go on record. I went on record when you had me on about my book Empire Beneath the Ice. We talked about your dad. We talked about those he knew and what he told you etc. But right now, you're watching the Martian revelation unfold before your very eyes. I've wondered that same uh, thing. Yeah, and I said that. You know, I said that in 2017. I said, watch Antarctica. I said it on your show. And, and look, I take no credit for this stuff. I give God the glory. He told me if I'd warn his people, he'd be faithful to bring the people that know. And... And I see now, and of course, Lord, this is, forgive me for this statement, but God has a perfect time that people can receive specific revelation. And they couldn't even receive the AI revelation of what we spoke on in Branson in 2018 had it not been for all the Hollywood shows, had it not been for all of the, uh, if you will, scientific breakthroughs. And I can tell you this, ladies and gentlemen, you mark my words, I have watched it happen. When, when the Lord lays something on my heart to write about and to bring out, it's not very often, sometimes within a week, sometimes within a month, that it starts to hit the headlines big time. And again, you know, we're seeing that accelerating on the Martians. When I say the Martians, Dave, you remember when they used to say that Mars had no water? Yes. <laughs> now they're talking about lakes. And, you know, the civilization will... You know, the point that I want to make to everybody is this. You need the information. God wants you to have the information because when you run into people who are genuinely 
seeking for truth and understanding because they're scared and, and they're frightened and they don't know where to turn. We are there to give them the King of Glory. His name is Jesus. And we have nothing. I love the scripture. A man has nothing except he receive it from above. And God always gives what he gives from above in his love. And God is love. But unfortunately, the devil is making war against God's people, against God himself. And ladies and gentlemen, whether you like it or not, you're in a battle. And you do not have the choice just to uh, ignore it, sit back and say, oh, I'll just watch it on you know, Christian TV. Because when TV's over and everything's done, you have got to have the internal wisdom, revelation, strength, and faith to be able to stand against evil day. I do. Dave does. And so, Dave, I appreciate what you were sharing about God showing you. I mean, it's interesting because I know a lot of people, just like you said, that he's taking people back to where they made the mistake. Let's say they took a right-hand turn when they were supposed to go straight and starting them at the point they made the mistake and then letting them fulfill their calling, their destiny, and their purpose. Yeah, I, you're so right. Steve, uh, such a pleasure, and this might have been our best interview, and uh, I'm anxious to get feedback from the audience. But, Steve, thanks so much for joining us, and uh, we're not going to have to wait so long next time to do this. This, this has been too good. Thank you, Dave, and blessings to you. Okay, take care. Bye-bye.